Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, October the 4th of 2016. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klassen-Weave. You are listening to Wittenberg Radio, CMU's most subscribed to podcast. As always... You can subscribe to us at wittenbergradio.com and also on iTunes of the podcatcher of your choice. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send your comments, questions, listener concerns, etc., etc. Wittenberg Radio on Twitter and you can follow us on Facebook as well at Wittenberg Radio. <laughs> Was that one breath? Did it. <gasps> Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can hear the rapturous applause of our of our audience as they you know as they stand on a bus. As I learned this week, apparently this is a like the perfect length for a half hour bus ride. Mm-hmm. This podcast. So, for those of you sitting on a bus right now, this one's for you, I guess. And enjoy the ride. And if you're driving in a car, I hope you're listening to it not on your headphones. And if you're just sitting in the Blau Rock, hi, I'll be your friend, just by <laughs> yourself. So. <laughs> What have we got going on this week? Well, this week we're going to try something a little bit different here on Wittenberg Radio. What you might remember in past years is what we have done bringing in uh, columnists to talk about certain things. You might remember fifth year still here last year, Matthew Barron with his music pick of the week. We tried to do that every like you know month or so. And Craig Newfold ran Craig's Corner Live here on the show. He would come in and talk about sports. We had some good chats about the Jets who are starting up play this coming weekend already. Wow. I know. Exciting. The NHL is gearing up, and fortunately, we'll be able to talk more about sports in just a little bit. We'll be hearing from fourth-year CMU Blazers volleyball setter Jason Friesen. He is our new sports columnist. He'll be in in a bit. Why am I still talking about the columnist? We have a whole song to play yet, Nicolene. A whole song. What song do we have today, Nolan? Today, we have got a gem from John K. Sampson. For those of you who are not from Winnipeg, uh, you might not know of this guy, but he's kind of a, you know, he's a bit of a musical legend around these parts. And, you know, in, by in a lot of ways, he's a legend around Canada. He's an amazing poet. He was the poet in residence at UBC for um, a year oh, or wow. so. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. There's actually a whole book of his poetry. Amazing. Um, that you can buy at McNally Robinson, I believe. It's a fan- yeah, fantastic read. His last album he released a solo was called Provincial. That came out in 2013. And uh, before that, of course, he was the frontman for one of the greatest, arguably one of the greatest Canadian rock bands of all time called The Weaker Thans. Now, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you a Weaker Thans fan, Nicolene? I am, yeah. I have one of their albums. Nice. Yeah, Left nice. and Leaving. That's a good record. Mm-hmm. This one is just as good. His new record is entitled Winter Wheat. It will be out November the 4th. He's playing two shows at the Western Cultural Center. I believe they are both sold out already because that's how big a deal this guy is. But if you don't want to go fight your way for a ticket, we've got you covered with the latest from John K. Sampson. Here it is. This one is for all you university students packing in the papers and mailing in those reading assignments. Maybe you're even starting on a thesis. This one's called Postdoc Blues.
There you are, John K. Sampson and Postdoc Blues off his new record, Winter Wheat. That will be out on November the 4th. And if you're lucky enough to have a ticket to one of the two sold-out shows he's doing at the West End Cultural Center, I am very jealous of you, but also have yourself a fantastic time. Um, what else is there to say about that? That's all for all the university students starting to gear up and write papers. You can I, do it. You can do it. You can do it. So what if you messed up that presentation? You've got this. Sheila's going to forgive you this time around. <laughs> Yes, you will. <laughs> so we mentioned off the top of the show that this week we are doing our columnist episode, and uh, we're bringing in, we're going to introduce you to all of our columnists that we're bringing on to the show this year. Uh, yeah, this week. So without further ado, we're going to chat to our sports guy that we intro before he walked in here. So he doesn't even know what I said about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's. <laughs> it was all good things. So don't worry about it. Jason Friesen is a fourth-year setter on the CMU men's volleyball team, a communications and media major. He's nodding, so I'm going to keep on rolling. And he joins us now in studio. How's it going, man? Awesome. It's, uh, it's going really well. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Can't complain. It's great to have you on the show this year. This thank, is really ex- this is really exciting. We've I'm been pumped. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> Attaboy. So uh, this week for a uh, for a demo of what we're going to talk about, um, in the National Football League, there has been a, a bit of uh, controversy this year uh, spurred on by uh, racial tensions taking place in the U.S. Maybe I should preface this conversation by saying that we are three people, we are three white people sitting in a room at Canadian Mennonite University talking about race issues. So just like, you know, we can take that with a grain of salt and like, you know, we're not the most informed. So I think the most important thing, as our intrepid co-host 
would say uh, when you're researching these issues, um, I should say our like Dan Friesen, our, yeah, our like, former co-host, not you, Nicholas. What are you quoting? Dan used to say. Dan used to say uh, when it comes to like issues that you don't know a whole heck of a lot about, or maybe are not qualified to speak to, or like which is sort of the boat I find I think we'll be in today is uh, just if you're looking to inform yourself to sit down, shut up, and be uncomfortable. <laughs> but do go look this up because I think this is really important. What have your impressions been of, uh, first of all, of this of the National Football League season so far and, and watching these protests take place? Uh, it's been interesting uh, as, uh, I don't know, in the context of being a white male, uh, I I found myself a little a little uncomfortable with it all. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to know where to stand on these issues as uh, as a white uh, a white male uh, not having experienced the uh, the issues that so many uh, so many black uh, African Americans have experienced, and so I don't feel like I really uh, really have the experience that they have of this, and so I may be a little bit a little bit biased towards the. Uh, it, some of it seems a little ridiculous to me, but um, I haven't experienced what they've experienced, so I, I think it's a little unfair for me to just say that. For w- those of us who are who don't watch football, Nicolini, perhaps, <laughs> what actually has been going on in these protests? Like, what are what like how is how's this all been going down? Well, there's been uh, the one protest that I uh, have been most aware of has been uh, from a quarterback on the San Francisco 49ers, a football team. Uh, his name is Colin Kaepernick. He took a knee while uh, while the uh, while the an- national anthem was playing, and many people viewed that as disrespectful. Uh, it actually made waves across uh, various sports. Uh, other hockey coaches were saying, "If I have players sitting on the bench while I'm while the anthem is playing, uh, he's going to bench all his players." Uh, so uh, it's making waves throughout the sports community, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's not an easy one to. Uh, to solve uh, and to know what's uh, what is right. There's obviously a lot of opinions, but um, you know it's been inter- interesting to see how it's played out. What was the reason for uh, for Colin taking a, a knee in the first place? Um, I think I I'm not totally 100% familiar with mm-hmm. it. Uh, do Do you know actually? I I do uh, again sort of. Uh, the reason he gave was that I cannot stand for a country who oppresses black people. Right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's what I had heard as well. Um, and yeah, it is. Uh, it's such a tough issue because um, on one on one hand, I want to say, well, uh, when I go to say a Jets game, I stand for the national anthem. It's uh, not that I'm the most patriotic person out there, but I think it's it's where I've come from. Canada is where I've come from, and I respect that, and I respect everybody that works to make it such an awesome country to live in, uh, and so I want to respect that. Um, but at the same time, I see his I see his issues with it. Uh, what is going on in his country and i i agree that it would be very very frustrating for uh, a black person in america to watch what's going on and be okay with that but i'm not sure that uh during a national anthem is necessarily the right place to uh express those uh, those con- those concerns um we saw uh, other another uh national anthem issue that w- came up recently was the mlb all-star game when uh the Canadian tenors uh, royally uh, screwed up the Canadian anthem on purpose. Oh my gosh, that um, was bad. That was really bad. Um, yeah, that was. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. For it was bizarre. For, for context, what the, the so the tenors these four 
Canadian dudes who I actually saw in, in concert like less than a year ago at MTS. Oh, nice. <laughs> it, was, I, it was an interesting show. Um, <laughs> they went out <clears throat> and they sang the, the Canadian National Anthem at the, at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, which was um, held in the States. And what happened was that they ch- one of the guys changed the words. What? So mm-hmm. the guy had a solo yeah. verse and he, what did he do? We're all brothers and sisters. All lives matter to the great. Oh. So it was all so. Word of advice: Just don't go into America and shout "All Lives Matter" right now. <laughs> don't just don't say that in general. That's yeah. a terrible. It's a terrible phrase. I no. All black lives. Black lives do matter. Mm-hmm. So, like this is. So that's what. So national national anthem controversy has been definitely abound. Where would you rather? Where would you, yeah? Where would you rather see um, athletes take their protest? Because it's not at this point, it's not just Colin Kaepernick. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. other players in the NFL, and like entire teams are now maybe not taking a knee, mm-hmm. but some players are like they're doing the the black power fist in the air yeah, thing, absolutely. or I think the entire Seattle Seahawks like they linked arms. Oh, I didn't see that. That wow, they, that's which was something. which was a which was a, a very it, it, mm-hmm. I, th- I felt like got the same message across, but it maybe yeah. wasn't as I don't know. Maybe wasn't as it wasn't viewed as disrespectful mm-hmm. as what Kaepernick did. Yeah. So where where would an, another uh, what would be the other avenue? I guess would be my question for these protests. Uh yeah, like I'm a, I'm a strong believer that sports is a great great place to uh, open up uh, larger topics in society. I think a lot of people watch sports. A lot of people are drawn to it naturally, and so it is a great place to start uh, those kind of conversations. And I think one place. Uh, that might might be like oh, I'm trying to think like press conferences might be a bit better it's kind of a more personal thing it's your own thing it's not uh, like with a national anthem it's everybody coming together and uh, respecting the country that uh, that you come from uh, but I feel like in a press conference when you're being asked a question directly about that kind of stuff that is a more appropriate uh, way to bring up uh, bring up those issues it's your own time they're questioning you it's not uh, something that's a little larger than yourself. There you have it. The little a snapshot of of the controversy taking place in the NFL. Watch for it now. It's a it's a fascinating issue, and it continues to get it continues to be seen of each games that are played on Sundays. So keep a lookout for that. And we'll see how this plays out. Maybe we'll check up on this with you in um, in a month or so when you come back. Absolutely. Right on. Thanks a lot, Jason. Thanks so much. Jason Friesen, our sports columnist. Catch him on the court as the CMU Blazers setter for the men's volleyball team. Well, one of the segments that we are so excited to be debuting on this year's Wittenberg Radio has yet to be named, and I feel like we should maybe do that before we do anything else, but we'll get to that. We're talking today with Isla Manning. Isla is a you're going to correct me if I get any of this wrong. She's a fourth year, and she's uh, doing an, a comm major. Thank you. She's melding all these things at me, so <laughs> I make sure that I get all of this right. So fourth year communications student Isla Manning is also this one of the editors of this year's Doxa, which just came out this week. Pick it up on a um, on a couch in the Blau Rock, couch in the, you know, on South Campus, anywhere that you might find something beside a couch there's probably going to be a docs on it so do read it and it's 
Rainbow. And it's so and it'll definitely catch your it's eye. It's the rainbow issue. It's going to catch your eye. So many great articles, including from our sports columnist Jason Friesen, who wrote about uh, South African female runner Caster Semanya and her uh, exploits at this past Olympics. Fascinating read. Anyway, all that to say, Isla Manning joins us now here in studio. Hello. Hello. We need a name for your segment, like an, like Isla's anger or something alli- Ooh, something alliterative. Mm, that that would be interesting. I'm not I'm not that angry. I'm just more disappointed. You're more disappointed. Okay. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Well, we are giving voice to your opinions on this show this year because you are a person whose opinions have they're like they're fascinating. Like you have well articulated opinions and often they are rants against things that don't make sense. Like the lack of mailboxes for commuter students. That's what you're going to talk about today. Please share away, fire away. So I don't know whose idea it was to take away the commuter mailboxes from the basement down by where the Pegwest Transition Group uh, does their thing. They've been there for at least the past three years because I've been there too and I've been checking them every day because I love mail. Um, You should send me some mail, but you're gonna have to send it to my student email because as a commuter student, I no longer have the privilege of a mailbox. Um, So the other day I was trying to get a USB stick back from a friend who had borrowed it from me because I gave them some notes or something. I don't know, I'm super generous. Um, (laughs) And there was no place on campus that belongs to me as a commuter student that things can be returned to me in. So like not everything is done by email. Can't send a USB stick through the information superhighway as much as you would like to. <laughs> um, res students still have mailboxes and that makes sense because res students, it's their mailing address. There's literally no other way they can get mail. Um, but commuter students don't actually have space anymore on campus that is specifically reserved for them to return a textbook to a friend or some notes to a friend that you borrowed from them what are you going to do? Are you going to leave it in the commuter lounge? Not everyone's on campus at the same time together. Um, I just think it was very poorly thought out. The fact that a couple of students who uh, never checked their mailbox um, was reason enough for the entire commuter student body to lose that right, um, I think uh, is a little offensive. Just just a little. Okay. Absolutely. Let's, Let's break this down. What do you appreciate about physical mail? It's not necessarily mail that goes into mailboxes, but things that people have to return to you, give to you, send to you, um, order forms and those kinds of things for different committees, um, textbooks, notes, USB sticks, uh, candy at Valentine's Day, like those kinds of things where you can't always track someone down and you have a physical thing to give to them. You don't necessarily want to leave it out in public. The mailboxes were tucked away. People don't just walk by them. Stuff isn't going to get stolen from them. And then, of course, there's assignments. There is that. Now, I think the other reason that I heard, just to play devil's advocate. No, I've, I've heard about this one, and continue. Okay, continue. The, to play devil's advocate on this one, I know that the reason that they took away these mailboxes for commuter students and largely kept them for resident students is because they, did, they were not... <clears throat> that professors were using these to put back, give assignments back in mailboxes. And in, in order, in an effort to curb that practice, as well as like ensuring that students got their assignments back in a timely fashion, that professors just hand them back in class. And that's what they're supposed to do according to uh, staff sources, if I can call them that. So like, I agree with that. I think that assignments should be handed back in class and not left in a public place, but it's not necessarily assignments that were put in mailboxes and the mailboxes are used for. So the fact that there are no longer assignments being placed in them doesn't mean that they completely lack value. 
right. kind of use. Absolutely. Um, so we need to return these mailboxes uh, now that we've already taken them sort of a, like away from from these community the physical students. mailboxes are they're still still there. They're like, still like they're still there, but they like they haven't been assigned to community yeah, students. Yeah, there's no name assigned to it, so I'm just I'm probably just gonna go take a sticky note and put it on one of them and just <laughs> adopt it. Hmm. The docs a mailbox or something because we have things that people send to us that that would be really helpful for, as well as. I want candy at Valentine's Day. It's Where my they birthday too. Where are they gonna so put I get the candy grams? I know like, the candy grams, like stuff like that. That mm. just it just wasn't thought through so fully. Hmm. I all right. I understand. Anyways, I uh, I put some stuff on the Wittenberg door about it. So if anyone has any <gasps> finally any yes. uh, anything to respond to this, because not everyone's gonna agree with me. Maybe right. Maryland, okay. Let's might not. Well, maybe um, let's 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 say what uh, what would you say to those people who never checked their their boxes their mailboxes and said, oh, well, we can just get it through email. Like, what What the heck? Why are we still using paper at all? Well, if you're never <laughs> checking your mailbox, that's fine, but some people do use them. So, like, the fact that you don't ever check your mailbox um, kind of sucks because it means the rest of us got ours taken away. But also, you're a university student. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. But the fact that you don't <laughs> do that doesn't mean that the rest of us who do should have that taken away. That, that logic can be applied to, I think, a lot of things. It, <laughs> just because you don't like something doesn't mean it has to change as the great John Stewart would have said. Um, or Megan Kelly. Um, <laughs> there we go. A rant against the mailboxes and something on the Wittenberg door for you to go check out. That is just outside Charlie Peronto's office. Isla, we look forward to your your anger rants. Your Isla's almost anger. <laughs> and every every you know every month i'm really looking forward to this this is, this is great absolutely it's been it, fun it's been fun and we can look forward to further contributors coming down the wittenberg mm -hmm. radio pipeline just as soon as we can as we can confirm that we're looking forward to putting out more content on this show so if you have a pitch for us as we've said on this episode please send our send a note our way wittenberg radio at gmail.com is the place to send your pitches for a column on this show. Isla is nodding, so you can you know, agree with Isla. Okay. Follow Isla's example. Gosh. Yeah, otherwise I'll get angry. That's right. And then you and then you will be railed against. So please send us your columns. Insightful as ever, Isla Manning. Like I'm so stoked that all these people actually came on board to do this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, who knows? If you have a if you have a column idea, we would really love to hear from you. Something that you, you know, are experienced to talk about have like you know have the wherewithal to talk about uh do send us a line we're at wittenberg radio at gmail.com it's great to get connected with the student body oh absolutely and like yeah and subscriptions are going up every day have you seen this mm -hmm. yes like our last episode with the daily bonnet who by the way andrew bergman now has over a million views on twitter or like a million views to his website that's amazing which he said it was gonna happen in the week but like it happened literally eight hours after we talked to him <laughs> how timely that's amazing it was it was yeah incredible so congratulations to you andrew and yeah yeah and th and, th and thank you because now our podcast is even even our podcast reaches even greater so many views <laughs> what am i gonna do with all these views <laughs> speaking of getting connected um we're gonna feature another one of our coffee house clips you uh, are so smooth segues that was right? amazing <laughs> No big deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we were going to uh, feature one of our coffee house um, talents again. So this week on on our podcast, we are going to feature Joe Prue singing 
Do You Want to Know a Secret by the Beatles. All right, let's hear it. You'll never know how much I love you. You'll never know how much I really care. Listen. Do you want to know a secret? doing nicoline I, I was dancing here behind the mic it's truth. in my head now there you go joe Pru. what a good joe Pru, thanks for getting that stuck in my head that was do you want to know a secret by the beatles and a reminder to keep looking out for those next coffee houses put on by our fabulous arts and entertainment committee so look out for the sign-up sheets going up around campus hopefully in the next little while yeah, yeah. want to know what's coming up this week at cmu Yes, let's let's look into it. Let's look. Well, the men's and women's basketball teams are on the road this weekend. They are off to Karenport uh, first to play against the Briarcrest Clippers, um, whom the women beat not that long ago Ooh. here in a in round fashion. It was very it was very wonderful to see. I didn't catch the men's game, but I, I caught the women's game. Nice. Um, and then they are in Alberta, in Calgary, to take on the Ambrose Lions, uh, October seventh and eighth. And in terms of men's and women's soccer, what have we got coming up for those guys? Not too terribly much. They'll, they're going to be hosting uh, on October the 8th. So on Saturday, the 2 o'clock, the, uh, the Blazers are going to be taking on the Brandon Bobcats. That is at 2 o'clock for the men and at 12 for the women. So on our home turf here? On our home turf here at the Winnipeg Soccer Complex. So do go out and cheer on your Blazers. Volleyball season's you know, it's, it hasn't started yet, but it's just around the corner. It's October already, Nicoline. Crazy. I don't get this. I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't. I just can't. Get, I don't get it. This is. Yeah, it's flying by a lot faster than I thought. And man, before we know it, we'll be done a whole season of Wittenberg Radio. Oh, that's crazy. And then you'll be running this show on your own. <laughs> How do you figure that? 
Some other announcements to talk about would be a uh, reminder that Adelia Newfold Weens is back on campus on Tuesdays. If you're looking to strategize for a future career or just hoping to revise that resume, I know that'll help me. Um, if email Adelia Newfold Weens, all one word at gmail.com. What else have we got going on here this week? But yeah, keep checking that daily for your for your, the latest in uh, what's going on around campus shout out to steph winger for continuing to put that <laughs> out that's you know it's a lot yeah. so i think after that i think we can probably just let her fly so as always you can catch us on whitbergradio.com for past episodes as well subscribe to our uh, podcast on itunes or the podcatcher of your choice wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send your comments questions listener concerns or even uh, ideas for a column that you might want to pitch to us we would love to hear from you uh wittenberg radio on facebook and wittenberg radio on twitter as well nicolene i understand you just joined twitter i did what do you think good so far so far a little confusing getting used to it what's your what's your twitter handle my twitter handle is uh nicolene kw i think at Nicolene KW, go yeah. follow her on Twitter, everybody. <laughs> I really won't be tweeting much. <laughs> go follow her anyway. <laughs> okay. Do it. Okay, until right. next week, my name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Clausen Weed. We'll see you then. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.